saying hello. I, I was thought you were saying hello. I'm you so know sorry. Why I'm sad. Why are you sad? Because I was so excited today. Like I woke up early. I got ready. I did my hair, my makeup. I left so early because I was like, I'm going to get some Chick-fil-A and come and I'm going to be like 10, 15 minutes early and it's going to be wonderful. And then um, my calendar, like this thing popped up mm-hmm. and it was like recording in five minutes. minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And then I saw recordings at two today, not 2.30. So Correct. then I was not only because usually I'm like five, 10 minutes late. I'm technically like 20 minutes late. Yeah. But I was... I was going to be early. You were. You were almost. (laughs) You were so close. You were right next to it. You weren't as like, like sassy with me today for being late. I'm proud of you. One, one, I, well, you know, I'm just, I'm off the sassy train. You are. I am. I'm off the sassy train. Okay. When was this decided? I'm new and refreshed. It's when I got humbled by being a hot mess a few weeks ago. Mm. I think it humbled me. Yeah. And then brought me back as a less sassier person because, okay. you know, I can relate now. <laughs> well, also, you probably hated people's reaction to your hot messery and you're like, oh, is that how I make people feel? Or not? No. <laughs> so not empathy. I'm not that inward at all. <laughs> when you mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I know what we could remind them of, Ash. Our merch sale. Our merch sale. Our merch sale, you guys. We have a 40% off UA merch available from the 24th through the 27th, and it's store-wide. So 40% is huge. That's so almost get half. The, get, get the get, get, well, it's getting. That literally sounded like you were going to start rapping. Get the get, 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 yeah. Get the merch. while they're still available. Yes. Also... Anyone who, because we see the numbers, we know you guys are buying the merch. So please like tag, tag us, us in a story, Show tag us, us in a post. Just send us a, a little photo. We want to see you. We want to like post photos of you guys in our merch too. How's your day, Taryn? Um, well, my day was, you know, basically just getting here. Oh, that was the day. Yeah. It was a great day. Um, I took Charlie, my parents got an RV Mm -hmm. and I think I've talked about that before. Like Mm -hmm. they're fully in like that world Mm -hmm. and um, it's a good world. Yeah. I hope to be there one day. No, seriously. I know. (laughs) Um, But they've been up in their RV for like a week and luckily the campsite's super close to us, but every day I take Charlie to them. So every day I've been freaking out because I'm like, Charlie's just not left alone. Like he's not used to it. You were taking him to the campsite? No, no, no. I'm oh. saying in general, I take him to my parents' house because my dad works from home. I was like, that's a lot. Yeah, so it's just been really stressful because like work was really crazy this week and then I had like plans or dinner plans and all this stuff and then today I knew I was going to be in LA all day. So today I did take him up mm-hmm. to the campsite and oh. it just was really cute like dropping him off and he was like sniffing around yeah, and cute. it was cute. I've but, been wanting to take... Um, I, I've told you guys, my boyfriend and I like to go camping a lot. My boyfriend loves it. I'm newly loving it. And I have, I am so excited. I talk about it all the time. I will be bringing Chloe camping yeah. with us at some point. I'm terrified. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Chloe is my little uh, Shih Tzu dog who's so small and so fluffy and will be and an easily, actual swallowed, diva. easily swallowed by a coyote. Oh, well, yeah. You know, an eagle could come pick her up. No problem. Yeah. A pigeon could probably pick her up. Yeah. No problem. Um. 
So I'm a little scared about taking her, but then also I don't think she's, she's so not outdoorsy that I think she'd just be on my lap or I'd be holding her the whole time. Yeah. And like, um, I'll send you the link for that taser I got. Cause it's like the long one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if you have enough things to where like you could quickly grab to like make yeah. a noise or to scare off an animal, I feel like you'd be good. Yeah. I've definitely, I've done enough camping now where I haven't felt unsafe at all yeah. there was actually the closest camp camping i've ever done was in malibu and that's the only time i ever saw coyotes come like really close to us interesting and that's so funny because it was so close yeah yeah it's like so so close and near population that like it like, shocked me here? I'm like yeah, yeah i've been out in the middle of nowhere before and i've never had coyotes yeah. get that close no for sure but yeah so Maybe one day yeah. <laughs> you'll see me in my little fluff ball. Oh, she's going to hate it. Just bring her CBD yeah. stuff. I'll get her a little Patagonia yeah. hoodie or something. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Oh, hello. Um, I'm trying to think what else is new hmm. that I could talk about. I woke up at six today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because <laughs> our pool is getting replastered. Uh-huh. The guys came at six. That's interesting. It's Isn't there like loud. a law? <laughs> it was very well. They didn't like fully start. I, I think until like six forty-five. But yeah. like I could hear them like setting stuff up, and then it was like ring at like seven a.m. And it was. It was I thought a lot. there was like a noise law. Like Probably it has to be is. after a certain Probably time. Is. I like I texted mm-hmm. our neighbors and I was like, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Apologies yeah, for no. all of the chaos happening right now. Yeah, that would not be that would not be it for me. Yeah. So I also yeah. went to Alfred and Alfred has new cold foam that you can get in any milk and any flavor. Nice. Delicious. They did that for um fall too, right? Mm-hmm. Or like the Christmas. They had one. A cinnamon one that I liked a lot, and then I tried a honey one today, and it's really nice. good. And that's all the updates. <laughs> Ash, you're so funny because you'll say like these details that I'm like, <laughs> no one cares. Cool. Yeah. But then, but you get okay. so like enthralled, enthralled. We it, need to come up with so a code excited. word for when no one cares about my story. No, but like your excitement. No, is but you endearing. also need to like look out for me, and if no one, and for this podcast, oh, and if no one cares but, about my stories, yeah, but. They just should do love like a you. double wink or they something. They should love you as much as I do. Um, and just be like, but do they? Oh, honey. Just give me a double wink next time. I'll know. No, Ash. I'll figure it out. I'm not saying you're boring. I'm just saying it's funny. Listen, you said it. I heard it. They heard it. <laughs> Message received, okay? <laughs> ah, I'm dead. Um, you want to just take it over from here? <laughs> okay. Well, no. You're so cute. Um, It's funny. Okay, so... Ash recorded a solo episode. Mm-hmm. I did on our on Supercast, Supercast, which if you're not subscribed, what are you doing with yourself? Yeah, you should be. Definitely stop right now. and Actually, don't stop. Keep listening. Yeah. And while you're listening, multitask and subscribe to our subscription I service. don't know if you were, because we can like see when we go on Supercast, we can like see, like it'll be like, oh, this week, this many people, um, like new subscribers, or it'll say like if people left. Mm-hmm. I was genuinely like, happy and surprised at, I thought a lot of people were going to sign up for the extra October and then book and it leave. but like y'all are staying put okay. like there was only a few that left and respect, right after we understand yeah right after October series but um it was I don't know I was like pleasantly surprised and, okay. and it made me excited because I'm like okay they're like loving supercast not just like oh we want the extra scary yes. stories you know yes also I so. feel like we finally got all the kinks and wrinkles out. I of, feel like every time we say that, something happens. You know what? You're the next right. Week, knock on so. wood. Knock on wood. We're fine. I knocked on my it's headphones. Fine. You always. Um, <laughs> I always knock on my head. Yeah. Uh, but what I was gonna say is, so I edit our supercast episodes, mm-hmm. and it was so cute um, editing you. Yeah. Because I think the hardest, the hardest part about um, recording solo is you don't have someone to feed off of mm-hmm. so there's certain times like I'll talk about something and Ash will be like oh my god that's so good yeah so then it kind of like hypes you up a bit and mm-hmm. then you keep going down that trail because you're like oh okay I like this is good yeah but when you're by yourself you're just kind of like throwing things out into silence mm-hmm. and so so cute because like there'd be these certain times where you'd finish a statement and there'd just be like this long pause and you'd be like <sighs> and then you'd be like 
Okay, so next, yeah, <laughs> and it was just cute. I was a little, so proud a little of you. breathed myself, yeah. and then I just keep on going. I was proud of you. It's it's tiring to just talk. It's a lot. It's all it's you. A lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you. I think because it's just you, you like overthink everything you say. Yeah. You overthink everything you do. You're like, is this entertaining at all? No one's there to give you a double wink if you're being yeah. boring. Like, <laughs> so many things <laughs> that you start second guessing uh, when you're by yourself, and then um, obviously. Not only was it just my episode, but I recorded it by myself in my bedroom. Yeah. So it was just like very like, I'm alone. I'm alone. <laughs> I'm yeah. alone. So hopefully you guys liked it. If you liked it, um, let us know. You can also give us your thoughts in the AMA section of our Supercast page. Um, we'd love to chat with you guys there. Also, if you guys want Taryn to do a solo episode next. Oh, yeah. I'm just planning let on us it. Know. Planning on it. I just need to uh, borrow the recording okay, let's do that let's yeah. do that today let's do that tonight <laughs> um anywho uh what should we should we just like get into it uh probably i really i feel like there's get things into it, yeah. i should like update but i have i can't remember so it's okay hit us with a good one next time all right um do you have a turn it up i do okay i sure do are you ready actually oh. i know i know what we could talk about well tearing it up made me think of myself and doing embarrassing things mm-hmm. and me and ash are gonna see a guy tonight yeah that is the source of most of my embarrassing moments mm. he has this effect on me where i literally cannot be a normal person mm-hmm. like i'm just all that comes out of my mouth is straight like what wait you're a normal person sometimes <laughs> ash, sometimes <laughs> but i'm curious because he since is like married and with right. children right. so he shouldn't have that effect on me anymore yeah but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I could have my own tearing it up <laughs> next week. <laughs> I actually in. had my own tearing it up recently. Please tell. Please it's share. short, so I will I will oh, share. Yeah, sure. Um I went to take my car in. Um I had a screw in the tire. Ooh. Good news. Uh it didn't go all the way through, so we're fine. Oh, so you could just patch it? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um nothing bad. Ha- I thought I was gonna have to get a whole new tire, but um didn't have to. Love that for me. Um, but I did bring my car in to get it looked at. And then I was like, well, while we're here, like, just give it a whole like once over. So I had like roughly two hours to kill. So I start walking. She was like, oh, are you going to wait in our like waiting area? I was like, no, I'm just going to walk down the street, grab some food, whatever. So I start walking. And I, I like missed the curb and I fell. You fell? So fell. fell so hard to the ground. I haven't fallen like that in a very long time. Very long time. To the full-blown ground. ground. I did this thing, and I don't know if my ankles are weak now, because I also almost rolled my ankle in F45 the other day, but this happened. I, like, like missed the curb. It was a small curb. It was, like, an incline curb, so it wasn't full-size curb yet, but it was on its way to becoming a full-size curb. Stepped right on the edge of it. My ankle rolls, and then because <laughs> I could feel like my ankle, like it's either gonna snap or like whatever, I like fell. <laughs> I fell with it to avoid my yeah 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 ankle breaking yeah, and ended up like on my in front of everyone yeah, and it was one of those weird moments where like I was far enough away that people were like, "Do we go? Do we go? Yeah, we help her. She looks fine. Is but she we fine? Saw I it. did. I will say, I bounced back real fast. Like I jumped up so fast and was like. <laughs> we're fine and eyes just, to just the kept, floor didn't make yeah. eye contact with <laughs> anyone but also no one said anything <laughs> or came to help me yeah. so it obviously wasn't a horrible fall but I I haven't I trip all the time I haven't fallen to the floor in a is very the next long level. time yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I was just like well <laughs> there's no Jesus coming back from that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're like, I was like this is mortifying <laughs> okay up. it was just one of those <laughs> when you get older Stuff yeah. like that doesn't happen as much. It's like it happens when you're little. It happens when you're old, but not in this middle phase. Yeah. And I don't because I don't fall often. I don't I don't know how to respond to it. You yeah, know, like yeah. Kids fall over. They bounce back because that's what they well, do. It's, it's just when you're by yourself. that It's the worst because yeah. you're like, OK, there's no one here to laugh at me. Yeah. So I'm just like awkwardly <laughs> yeah. like, uh, oh, my God, I feel your pity. Yeah. If you guys have embarrassing falling in public. Even silly ones like that one. Send them in. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's go ahead and get to this tearing it up. Okay. This one, let's just get into it. Hey, hey, ladies. Hey. My name is Kendall, and yes, you can use my name. I would like to begin this tearing it up by stating that I obviously love you both and I'm a subscriber to your supercast. <gasps> yeah, you are. What a fun Gold way. Star. What a fun way to uh, tell you guys that you also should subscribe to our supercast. <laughs> Thanks, Kendall. <laughs> On to Kendall's story. <laughs> she writes, I will admit that before You're not knowing. not going to acknowledge just that. There was like five minutes of you just being like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Beep, beep, Super cast. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I will admit that before knowing y'all would have anything similar, I didn't understand the spending money for more. I know. I get it. Us too. Yeah. I understand, but I'm glad I'm glad you came anyways. <laughs> um, but let me tell y'all that I have never spent my money so fast. For a little backstory, I am a sophomore in college, and this incident took place on my second day of freshman year in college. I am also a commuter since I live about 30 minutes away from campus. Let me just say, you guys keep me company while in the parking lot before classes. And we're happy to do mm-hmm. that. We're happy mm-hmm. to be there for you. We really are. Now, let me just say, the parking is ruthless, she puts in all caps. It is a real-life Hunger Games, (laughs) especially the first couple months of the new semester. Parking spots go quicker than Taylor Swift concert tickets. (laughs) Honestly, I remember that. I do too when I the first month was tough. Yeah. You'd have was, to get there like thirty minutes early. You find like your parking lot, your specific one you're comfortable with. And then I don't know about you. Well, I don't think I'd do it anymore, but since we're so old when we were first going to college. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. I mean, you used to walk uphill in the snow yeah. both ways. Yeah. yeah. Um and it was I felt like it was a little safer, but I used to literally. I'd see someone walking in the parking lot, and I'd be like, "Hey, do you want to ride to your spot yeah. so I could get your spot?" And that was like the way I would get a spot. I did that all the time. I did that at RCC. Yeah, um, RCC specifically. A lot of students um, who would park ended up at the bottom of the hill mm-hmm. because RCC is on a really big hill, and if you ended up at the bottom, it sucked. Because you had to walk all the way up and then all the way down. So I would do the same thing. I'd go to the top lot, one of the main top lots, and be like, hey. Hey, do you need a ride? Do you need a ride? Like, are you at the bottom? We are not suggesting that you let strangers in your car. You do that if you want. But also, this could be a pickup tool. I was constantly looking for, like, a hot guy to offer a ride to. But if they get murdered, we're responsible because we're telling We're not telling you to. We're we're telling telling you what we used to do. But also... It's a great way to meet people. That's all I'm saying. Just don't blame us. That's all I'm saying. Okay, here we go. So on that day, sorry. (laughs) So on the day that this story occurred, I was driving around and found a spot. Little did I realize that the car that would be to my left was hugging the line, like hugging it. But it was too late because I already made the turn into the stall, so I had to commit. Did I mention I drive a truck? (laughs) Oof. Well, as I continued to pull into the stall going forward, reversing, re-pulling into the constant loop, all of a sudden, when pulling forward, the car that would be to my right began to shake. And in my mind, like, I couldn't really figure out why. And then I realized I was scratching the car as I was pulling into the lot. As I hit the brakes and watched the car bounce like a waterbed, I noticed something, or rather, someone... I spot someone in the car next to the one that I hit and we make eye contact. <laughs> Oof. That's worse. It's already bad hitting a car. Yeah. Let alone having an audience for it. So I swallowed any pride that I had left 
at this point and finish parking. I hope that y'all college commuters listen to me when I tell you just walk the extra distance and spare yourself (laughs) the cost of fixing someone else's vehicle. Below, I've attached the pictures of my truck and the car's scratches and a picture of me on my first day of my sophomore year. Scratch and dent free. (laughs) Love y'all the mostest. Aww. How cute. So here's a picture of her. Cute. Oh, that's not too bad. The Whoa. scratch. A couple scratches. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad, that yeah. girl. I think that's the car that got scratched because mm-hmm. that looks like a truck. If she was mm-hmm. pulling in, it would have been the top yeah, corner. Yeah. And I think it's that one. You know what? It happens. Yeah. I, with my first car, was in a hurry. I was running late. I pulled out of my parents' driveway as the garage door was going up. And it wasn't all the way up. And it completely stopped my antenna. Oh, antenna. Antenna. It was sad. So I had like a little butt antenna the entire time, rest of the time I had the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was another time I was pulling in. I had obviously, it was my first car. I was pulling into the garage and there was a post in our garage. And I was so focused on not hitting my mom's car that I hit the post and broke my mirror. (laughs) Completely popped the mirror off. Sheesh. My little Toyota Corolla went through it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I... um. My car, have you seen like that huge, it, it's kind of nice because the bottom line of my car, it's like an inch above it and it's perfectly straight. So you definitely can see it, but it also weirdly blends in. But have you seen that giant scratch that goes along the side of my car? It was car? on your parents' bricks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan, Ryan jumped in the car and I, I don't know what I did, but I literally just like turned and like all, it was like a movie. It was like, and Ryan just like looks at me and I was like, oops. And then I just kept driving. He was like, well, yeah. you just scratched the whole side of your car. I was the like, the entire well. side of your car. Yeah. But you know what? It's not because we're girls. Nope. <laughs> it's not because we're females. Nope. So don't even try it. Um, okay, cool. I I'm going to hit my lip on the mic so hard. I think my lip gloss came off. I'm sure it did. Makes me think, how many other people? Yeah. Do we sanitize these <laughs> in between, Michaela? Doubt it. <laughs> I'm, there's a lot of breath going on this. Um, okay. I'm going to jump into a story. Um, are you doing... I can hear you biting your nails in my headphones. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, are you doing a relationship you want, Ash? I am not. <gasps> Should I also not? <gasps> and then this Should is we like just a take non-relationship you want? Turn? Yes. Turn? <laughs> Should we take a left term? Turn? That's what I said. Like school no, term? No. So, do you call me... Do you say turn sometimes? Sometimes. Turn. Yeah, I think you do say that to me. Also, did you notice you said vehicle? <laughs> Is that how you say it? Vehicle? <laughs> Is that how you say it? Vehicle. I've never said vehicle. Vehicle. <laughs> Is it that not H. vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> Why does that? Why did I do this? I don't know. Why does that sound weird though? I mean, I don't think I say vehicle. Oh, what kind of vehicle, vehicle do you drive? Vehicle. <laughs> I definitely pronounce hickle. the H. You say hick, hickle, vehicle, it's a vehicle, 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 <laughs> vehicle. Okay. <laughs> if I was listening to this, I'd be like, <gasps> stop it. It's too many times we said. No, it. but that's you. You're weird. No, about that. Yes, I think you a are. lot of people can relate to that. I'll put on overstimulated. A, no. Oh, well, overstimulated, yes. But you also, anything that goes like over and over, you freak out. I don't like it. I'll put a song. I was listening to this song one time that I really liked. And Ashley was like, you have to turn this off. I was like, why? And she's like, it's the same. Like over, he keeps saying the same thing over and over again. And you were like stressing out. That's like a trigger for you. Yeah. For sure. One of the, what you know that song, like that lovely day song? A lovely day. I hate it. Lovely day. Really? I hate it. It's too long of a note. It's too long of a note. I'm going to get a birthday card when you open it. It's funny because I love that song, but I just, it's too long. Anyways, Taryn, you want to read your, (laughs) I feel like I'm talking a lot this episode. I'm going to back off. Wow. It's because I'm halfway through this lovely. Is this, is this how you feel (laughs) every episode? You're like, Taryn, shut up. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm like, Taryn, let me talk. I'm not saying that. Okay. Or maybe this is me just taking it back. I'll fight you for it. <laughs> I ain't gonna take it lying down. Okay, I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> um, okay, so my story. This one's very interesting. I feel we might have had. I don't know if we've ever had this topic before, and because we don't really 
We've had some like health topics, but I don't know about this specifically. Um, okay, this one is titled, My Loved Ones Don't Believe I'm Sick. Mm. Interesting, right? Okay. Hi, ladies. I love your podcast and all that you guys do. You guys truly feel like older sisters to me, and the advice you two give is always great. I've come to you both today to receive some of that much-needed advice, so here is my issue. I've been battling an autoimmune disease for about a year or so now. It all started off with what felt like days of feeling achy and weak and coming back to a not-as-bad baseline. This repeated about every month or so. I finally talked to my general doctor and she ordered some blood work for me. More specifically, an ANA test, which I don't know what that means. I feel like I should have. Should we Google it? Yeah, can you Google that? I'd love to. Because it says a positive result and I feel like we should know what that is. An ANA test detects anti-nuclear antibodies in your blood. Your immune system normally makes antibodies to help fight infection. In contrast, anti-nuclear antibodies often attack your body's own tissues. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now you know. Now you know. Um, Where a positive result is almost always found with people who have lupus and other connective tissue diseases. However, some people can still test positive and not have anything wrong with them. I ended up testing positive and was referred to a specialist. I was quite discouraged to find that all of the other blood tests, the specialist order, came back normal. She did that is really frustrating. I don't I don't think people understand that side of medical struggles is like when you get results that are like, oh no, you're good, like all your levels are fine. And you're just like shattered by that. But it's like when you have like I knew, I was feeling that with my thyroid because for a while my levels seemed normal, but I was like, something's, something's like wrong, wrong with yeah. me. And then I remember when they finally said, oh, like your thyroid levels are off. It was like a relief almost because then I was like, OK, now I have a plan of attack. Yeah. Versus well, it's just also being it's like, not in your head. Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel crazy for yeah. being like, no, I, I know my body and something's off. Yeah. But I remember I'd talk to people and they'd be like, well, it's good. Your levels are good. That means your thyroid's OK. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like yeah. I need something to point to like what's going on, yeah. you know? OK. She did offer to put me on a medication that they use to treat people who have an undefined disease, and it has been helping me somewhat. But if they found out what disease I have, I could be on something that would possibly work better slash is more tailored to treating that specific disease. My issue on top of the disease issue is that I feel like my family doesn't believe there's something wrong with me, particularly my husband. I have struggled with health anxiety in the past, so I would understand people being skeptical at first, but when I spend days not wanting to do anything because I'm in pain, I would think he would come around. This past week, I had my first flare in months. I noticed how I tend to have a cycle of how I feel mentally. I start out feeling too tired to care about what others think, but then slowly I look for validation. When I don't feel like I'm getting that that validation, I feel worse about myself and fall into a trap of believing I'm a hypochondriac and crazy. I know what needs to happen is me just not caring what others think, but easier said than done. Do you guys have any advice on this issue? Also, my general doctor, who is a gem, told me to hang in there and that my labs could show something more telling about what disease I have in the future. Love you guys. Love Anonymous. Mm. That's so hard. Wow. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I feel like uh, I have a friend who's been struggling with like health stuff that's not like the doctors haven't been able to figure it out. And um, I've watched how hard that journey is for her. Mm-hmm. And um, I have so much empathy. Like when I'm reading your story, Anonymous, like I can only imagine because I mean, my friend's been on this journey for like years and years and tests and tests and doctors and doctors. And it it takes it out of you for sure because you don't have something to like pinpoint. And then, you know, um, at church, our pastor was talking about, he was like, you know, people don't do good with being gracious to people who struggle with something longer than what's convenient for them. I had... And it's that should hit you because it it's true. Like, oh, I feel bad for you that you're going through that. But mm-hmm. after the third time you talk about it, all of us, even if we're good people, are like, 
okay, but like move on. Yeah. You know, and I loved the way he worded it because he said people get uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Because people can sit in uncomfortability for so long. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we'll get better. Yeah. Like, okay, well, what's wrong with you? Like, oh, for sure. Should be better by now. You I have mean, like a timeline almost, which yeah. is obviously so unfair no, and so not realistic. Unfair. Um, I experienced that fully. Like, mm. I feel like everyone in my life was just putting their own definition on what they thought was going on with me and were just done with me and kind mm. of like pushed me to the side. And like, that was like kind of traumatic at the time, especially because like I didn't know what was going on either. Right. And so, um, to not feel supported and then not no. have an answer. Not, so and you're sitting there like, lost in all yeah. of this trying to figure out what's going on with no support yeah it's like no support and you're an inconvenience and mm -hmm. that's so hard when you're like but I need help like mm -hmm. I, I don't know what I need but I need help um and that can be so extremely isolating and testing definitely on your relationships so I feel like I feel like my advice on this would be to to really have an intentional conversation with your husband where you sit him down and um, you really try to in detail describe to him like what you're going through. I remember when I was struggling with binge eating. Do you remember that time in the kitchen? Mm -hmm. um, I I was like crying. It was after it was after I a therapist officially diagnosed me. And obviously like binge eating was like a symptom of like my thyroid cancer and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't know that at the time. Like I was just trying to be treated for that. And um, I remember like I sat with Ashley and Alicia and I came down and I told them my diagnosis and I started just like crying. And then I, I started like in detail telling you guys like mentally what, what an episode like feels like. Mm -hmm. And I remember trying to be like as specific as I could of like, you know, like I, f I feel like I can't, I cannot survive if I don't get whatever pops in my head. And then I have to eat the whole thing, but the whole time I feel sick and I can't stop. And then the second I'm done, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, I hate myself. And I just like in way more detail than that, just like bawling, sobbing was telling you guys. And I remember both of you were just like, wide eyed just staring at me and I remember I think it was Alicia was like I had no idea and mm. I was just like no like it's bad but until like if I didn't share that with you guys then you guys would just be like oh, okay you had an episode like are you okay yeah. you wouldn't be as like oh my god this is like really heavy what you're going through you know no totally and I think I think what I think what all of this is kind of like pointing towards is I think as a society, a lot of us don't like to talk about like our vulnerabilities, obviously, that makes us uncomfortable. But if you're going through something and the people in your life are experiencing what you're going through too, I think it's also important for them to understand what you're going through. Otherwise, they're going to think whatever they think. Yeah. So like, for example, if you're sitting here on the couch feeling unmotivated, not wanting to do anything, an outsider could say lazy. Or could just could could put any verb any not verb. What's the word? Ad, ad. Adjective <laughs> description motive <laughs> could, could fill the blank with anything Agenda, yeah. that comes to their mind mm -hmm. when they see someone on the couch not doing anything. But if you share with them one how you're feeling, two your anxieties, three like what you're possibly going through, four like what what illnesses you could be struggling with, that's gonna take away a lot of the like negative thoughts of oh they could be lazy or or they have no drive or they have no purpose in their life or whatever it is that that an outsider could possibly think when they see just an outside perspective yeah so i think something really important that taryn is sharing is that by allowing alicia and i in on what was going on in her life all of a sudden we understand now what's going on right yeah so i think if your family and loved ones aren't feeling or aren't if you're not feeling supported by them, I think you should do what Taryn did. Yeah. I think you should, at the very least, spell it all out for them. And then if they still choose to not be supportive, that's a them problem. But yeah. you do need to give them a chance and let them come in and, and really, really be vulnerable with them so they can see how serious it is. And I think that's hard for us as humans to do that. Yeah. Because it's just so uncomfortable. No, absolutely. I think especially it, not knowing your final diagnosis. Yeah. You know? <laughs> My God. I remember like when I finally got the diagnosis and she 
I'll never forget. And I and I know anonymous, like you're gonna get there. Like you're gonna get there. I have total faith that you will. But that validation that comes with like, I remember her sitting down and being like, have you been having a hard time like with energy? I was like, yeah. Has your hair been falling out? Oh my God, yeah. Have you yeah. been depressed? Yes. Anxiety? Yes. <laughs> You've been gaining weight? Check, yes. check, check. You know what I mean? But like there was so much validation that came and it was heartbreaking to me that like that I needed to get it through that. But at the same time, I think what Ash said is what I was going to follow up with is you, you got to troubleshoot. So you got to let them know exactly what you're going through. Mm-hmm. That's a two-part thing, what you're going through, but also how you could feel supported by them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for your husband to know, hey, sometimes I Especially feel like your you husband. think I'm making this up and that is so harmful for me. Mm-hmm. And I need you to hear me say like that it's really having like a negative impact on me and I feel like our relationship. And so let him know how he can support you. Mm-hmm. And if that's like, if, you, if you're just like, hey, like when I tell you I'm having a flare up, like get me an ice pack and just ask me if I'm okay. Like that's yeah. all I need to hear. Something I really appreciate about you, Anonymous, is you even said in the in the email that you are aware that you tend to be anxious about sicknesses. Mm-hmm. And my sister's the same way. And I do struggle sometimes when she'll say, oh, my God, I have this. I'm thinking it's this. And, and my immediate reaction is, no, it's not. Calm down. Take a deep breath. You're yeah. anxious. And I, I do tend to dismiss her when it comes to stuff like that. Obviously, if it persists, then I'll sit down with her. We'll talk it through. We'll do. I'll do all the googling so she doesn't have to look at it. Yeah, yeah. But I think being aware that you do tend to get anxious and and overwork yourself up over stuff like this is important to say to him also and just be like, "Hey, like, babe, I understand, and I'm so sorry that I tend to get stressed out over things that might not actually even be real." But I hope that you could see that in the end, whether it's real or not, like I'm being affected and I'm being hurt. Yeah. And I would hope that as my husband, even though it might be annoying how many times I bring something up or that I think I'm dying every other day, I would still hope that you would be able to take a second and like check in with me and make sure that I'm good. And like that's all it takes. I'm not looking for you to answer it. I'm not looking for you to solve a solution that we don't know. We don't even know where it's coming from at the moment. But I would hope that you could at least you know, put your hand on me and be like, what do you need? Yeah. Can I pray for you? Can I make a phone call for you? Like, do you want me to make you some tea? Something like that. And that's really all it takes. Yeah. To make you feel heard and seen and supported. No, for sure. And I think too, um, I mean, one just like practical idea is you could maybe call your doctor and just be like, hey, I think my husband's having a hard time like understanding what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to bring him to my next appointment, but I would appreciate you taking extra time to like describe the severity of what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe just ask him, be like, Hey, like I would love if you could go with me and just as a support to my appointment. Um, I know like I underplayed a lot of stuff. And then the second, like my mom started coming to my appointments, like we'd get in the car and she'd be like, Tara, like, I didn't know it was this bad, you know? So I think maybe having him come could help. And then, but once you've told him what's going on, you've asked him to support you. If he still can't do it, like Ash said, that's a reflection on him. Mm -hmm. And that's where you need to cut off how much you're letting them affect you. Mm -hmm. And you need to find a support system. If you're not getting support somewhere, then you need to be okay to be like, okay, then I'm going to stop looking for it there and go find someone that is going to support you in the way Mm -hmm. you need. Because otherwise you're going to shrivel up. Like you literally are. If you have a mom in your life, I feel like they're the best at that. A family member, a sister. There's even programs for like yeah, uh, for stuff like this that you can no, go for find. sure. And and even because I know you said like your family, but specifically husband, like I don't think you like you can go outside of your family. Like you can go find somebody to be there and like to understand what's going on. So I think you need to give them a chance to see and lay it all out. But then if you're not getting it there, then you need to find someone who's going to give you that support mm-hmm. and you need to stop looking for it. In places that it's not coming from. Yeah. Yeah. If he's unable to give that to you right now for whatever reason, then we're going to take away the power that he has to, I don't know, 
make you feel heard, make you feel supported and give that to someone who can handle it at that time. Yep. Which it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And you guys should dig into that when you're ready to. But also, if he's not giving it to you, got to find someone who can do it. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, thank you so much, though, for being vulnerable and writing in. Um, I yeah. know that there are so many. I mean, health is just it's something that you don't understand until you go through it. And then your your whole like, you know, it's like I people used to be talk about their breakup and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. And then you go through your first like heartbreak. And now anyone who talks about a breakup, you're like, are you OK? Oh, my like, God. that's how I feel like anytime someone talks about health wine. stuff, I'm like. Oh my God, are you okay? Like, who's your support? Like, find another doctor if you need to, like, whatever. But um, we are definitely sending all the vibes to you and praying that your doctors can find some answers. But um, work on that support system. That's that's the number one thing. Yeah. We all need it. Seriously. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and continue on with the mental health train Mm -hmm. with my email today. Um. Let's go ahead and get into it. This one is by Anonymous, and the title says, Really Could Use Your Mental Health mental health Check. Mental Help, too. <laughs> and Mental Help. Mental, mental help, help and Mental Health. Yeah. <laughs> the title of today's episode. <laughs> okay. Um, Anonymous writes, Hello, girls. I could not decide what name to put first because I love you both. I would like to stay anonymous, but you can know my name. It's I have written in before, but have to say never in this big of a need for advice as I am right now. You two are the best in the biz. Thanks. (laughs) And I have watched your vlogs and other videos forever. Also, Taryn, I love Legos too. And I am so happy I found another person that does. I love that. Y'all can exchange information later. (laughs) Get excited because I'm my build I'm doing Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. It's freaking sick. Get ready for the content, everyone. (laughs) Um, she continues before I start I just want to say I have been a huge fan of the pod and have been an avid listener for three and a half years the October series is one of my faves and every time it ends I have a happy sad moment happy because now I'm able to get back to normal sleep <laughs> but sad because it's over I've never related to anything more yeah. I feel like a lot of us feel the same way are you way. good now? I'm good now amazing I'm doing great now we reset yeah it was it was tough it was tough but we made it Okay, on to her story. Backstory. I am 22 years old and from Minnesota. I am an Enneagram 9 and my next highest number is a 6. Now for the advice that I need. Backstory. I am a very active girl. I enjoy sports, basketball, soccer, volleyball, and also enjoy running and weightlifting as a form of workout. P.S. Yes, I listen to the pot at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Which is... Our you, gym y'all already know. Still shocked. Still shocked that it's if a gym If you're lesson. listening to us in the gym right now, if you're on the treadmill, take a selfie. Put it up five more miles per hour <laughs> to incline. Let's freaking go. Go, 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 go. If you're lifting, add five more pounds. Uh-huh. Squat lower. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. If I were listening, I'd be like, oh, crap. If you want to be better, do better. <laughs> We or become, don't. You're fine. We become a Whatever workout you want. <laughs> podcast. I support you. That's so funny. Okay. She listens to us at the gym now and then. I have also been the, quote, heavy girl in my friend group, and deep down it has always bugged me. I have struggled with mental health throughout my years and recently more so since I had a bad injury while playing basketball. I fully tore my ACL, Oof. and I'm looking at surgery soon. As of this time, it's not booked yet, still waiting for the final date for that. But now to where I'm struggling and need your help. Like I mentioned, I am a very active person. With the injury, I am not able to do any of the workouts or active things to help clear my head and my mental health. This has taken a massive toll on my mental health as I have become very down and I'm unsure how to overcome this feeling. As I am in a state of hating me, hating my body, the way I look, the way I feel. My closest friend lives in New York City and my friends around here where I live just don't understand the mental health aspect. I am a very closed off person and have a hard time opening up and trusting people. I'm not sure how to word this, but like I don't have anyone that knows me on a deeper level other than my friend who lives in New York City. 
I'm living with my parents at this time and have never been super close to them. So even though I have people around me, I still feel quite alone. I believe in prayer and have been hoping for something good to come out of this bad, but that just hasn't happened yet. Due to the injury, I will not be able to play sports or do much major physical things, running, jumping, little lifting, etc., for the next year. That feeling of forever is what it seems to me in my head right now. Some people say a year is not that long, but for me, it really seems like a never-ending struggle struggle of not being able to do what I love to do, and I'm really having a hard time wrapping my head around that long of a time frame before being back to, quote, me. So sorry if this is all over the place, and if it's long. I hope you can make sense of it, and any advice you have would be amazing. I am in therapy, and that's great, but could really use some advice from my internet sisters. Mm. Thank you. Love you both. Have a blessed day, your friend. And she says, P.S. I have attached some pictures so you have an idea idea of who I am. Jim Fitz, chilling in Florida, me and my bestie in New York City, and my leg brace at the moment so you can see all the details, which I love. If you guys send in an email, please add photos. Just so we can torture everyone listening because yeah. you'll never see it. Aw, cute. Ash, stop saying her name. <laughs> Sorry. Cute. Aw, oh, that brace. leg brace. My brother tore his ACL um, and spent the next, it wasn't a year um, after surgery. I think it was, it was like nine months of recovery. It felt like a year, but like it wasn't a full year. So there, I think there's definitely hope that it's not a full year. But yeah, he was stuck on the couch for a while. Yeah. It's, a, it's an intense uh, injury. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry you're going through this, but there's so much we can do, I feel like. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I think, honestly, um, I've said this before, but um, one of the things that's really helped me lately is when I was at this training, I think I was talking about it, how, like, if you're really trying to work on stopping an emotion or stopping something, you have to replace it with something else. Like, you Mm -hmm. can't just try to stop. So I think for you since you're not able to do some of the things that have helped you previously you've got to find ways to fill that gap and to to kind of like shift your focus and your mind on um what's awesome though is what I will say you did mention that you've always struggled with feeling like you're the bigger friend and being uncomfortable in your body and stuff like that And I think something, I feel like I get asked this all the time when people are like, how are you so confident in your skin? Um, Especially like when I had gained a lot of weight, like how are you, like I I literally am like the most happy I've been in my body and and that should logically make no sense because I'm the biggest I've been. I mean, not anymore (laughs) after my thyroid too. (laughs) Um, Anyways, but people would always ask me and I would always like stress, it was hard work Mm -hmm. and I think that with mental health with um with thought patterns with insecurities with anxiety we want the quick like how do I stop thinking this like Mm -hmm. how do I just not how do I just be confident in my body like tell me how to do it and we want people to just tell you like oh you just have to think like this and then we think like that and we're like cool I'm the most confident girl in the entire world click it's, it doesn't work like that. No. It, it literally takes, just like if I'm trying to get a six pack, which <laughs> RIP, that'll never happen. Um, if I want to get a six pack, I got to be in the gym. I got to be doing all the workouts. I got to mm-hmm. also be, you know, controlling my eating, finding out what exact workouts I need to do. I need to be doing a lot and then I have to commit to it. With, with confidence, with your body, with all that kind of stuff, it's the same thing. Like you have to actually do the work. And for me, that was therapy. For me, that was a lot of self-talk and affirmations. For me, it was a lot of thought shifting. So every time I went down a path being intentional about stopping what I'm doing and like redirecting how I'm thinking, reaching out to friends, mm-hmm. articles, whatever it was, like it took a long time and a lot of very hard work to shift the way I had been thinking and to heal some insecurities I've had since I was a child. Mm -hmm. And I think that at this time, when you're gonna have a lot of alone time, a lot of time where really all you can exercise and work on is your mind, Mm -hmm. 
like be intentional about it mm-hmm. and and kill your time where you're with yourself and find an online therapist, find um, an online support group, find articles or practices or meditations or a YouTuber that you like that talks about those kind of things and actually like pour into yourself to try to correct some of the things you have. So that way, as your body's healing, your mind is also healing. And then when this year hits, girl, be ready to like freaking rule the entire world. Honestly. Go off and pop off. Like, why not use this time to just go ham? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. And then you're going to be 100% better, but you've got to shift how you measured like what you think is important Mm -hmm. for this time. And even though you're not in the gym, you're not lifting, you're doing your own gym and lifting like in your mind, girl. (laughs) So you got to just shift how you're thinking and realize that it all comes together. Mm -hmm. Like everything comes together and it's going to just snowball once you start to pick up those things. A thousand percent, Taryn. We're on the same page. Love that. Um, I feel like I really relate to this email in that you said that working out is essentially a form of therapy. I forget the exact wording you said, but you love to go and it helps with your mental health. And I've never related to anything yeah, more. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I go and I do something. I'm not athletic in any way. Hand-eye coordination is not there, but the active part I really relate to. And I have to do it, something every day. So some kind of movement every single day. Why? Because it's an escape for me mentally. I don't have to think about work or anything that's causing anxiety or stress because I can't breathe doing burpees. Yeah. You know, like I'm sitting here trying to work on just my inhale and exhale and everything else goes out the door. Yeah. And I know it's a very specific kind of escape, but I think in this moment, what you need to do is try to find other ways to escape. And I think that can be so many cool new things. And because you have a whole year to figure it out, like new hobbies, they say takes what, two weeks to to form a new hobby. Like if I oh, wanted to become habit. a morning mer- a morning person, it takes a full two weeks to create I don't remember. that. I'll look it up because it is a specific thing, but keep going. Keep I'm going. pretty sure it's something roughly around two weeks. And I feel like this is the best time to annihilate books. Like, I mean, in- go on TikTok, find the most popular book series, read them all. Oh, I don't know if you want me to read this because two weeks sounds <laughs> better. Oh. Well... Okay, I see some things that say, I see a lot of 21 days, mm-hmm. but then I this article says it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. 66, what did you hear that? Yeah. 66 days to be exact. Okay. Um, well, that's even fine but, too, because you have a whole year. Yeah, but I was, I was going to say, sometimes like we avoid those details, but sometimes it also is validating because you're like, I've done this for two weeks and I don't care. I yeah. don't want to do it. So yeah. I think the whole point is just actually being committed to it. Actually being committed to it. I would keep a daily journal. I would start reading um, and just going through all the book series. I feel like all I've ever wanted is time. That's what I loved about COVID was when I got back into reading was during yeah, COVID yeah. because all of a sudden I had time again. Um, so I would get into reading. I would start cooking. I would start podcasts. Maybe start your own podcast. I would do arm workouts. I know it sounds silly because yeah. you'll be stuck on the couch not doing much, but I would get some three pound, five pound, eight pound weights and I would just boom, mm-hmm. boom, press it out on the couch because if that's something you love, then then that's something you can yeah. focus on. You can start focusing on like buys and tries and back stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's something you can do from the couch. You can start meditations and something this has to, you know, this has to resonate with you when I suggest this. But if you're on socials, I love watching people that are trying to accomplish something mm-hmm. and they do daily vlogs of it on TikTok. I follow this girl who ran every day, a mile every day for 100 days and watching her complete that, get ready at like super dark in the morning and she would go, <laughs> she, she was so cute. She made a whole thing of it and she'd be like, okay, we're going to go run a mile. She'd put on her whole fit. She'd show us her fit, show us her running and then show her watch that she hit a mile mm-hmm. and then she'd be done. And I watched her every day for, I think I, I think I showed up around like 50 and she, she reached her goal. And guess what? She's still going. She's going for 200 now because she's so obsessed with it. So find something to like daily vlog or, or daily keep yourself accountable to. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're making dinners or you're, 
I don't know. It could literally be anything. So I think you need to have a little brainstorm session and figure out what that could be. Yeah. That could be fun. Also, I'm just going to throw it out there. Get a, a Lego set. I'm not jo- <laughs> like I'm not joking. That is like the perfect. I'm laid up in bed. I can't do much. Mm-hmm. Get a, tr- a tray table. Yeah, a Lego set. Like find things. I think that's the thing. That's the thing. I think a lot of people miss is they acknowledge. Oh, I'm struggling with this, and I want to be there. Mm-hmm. But then, if they don't have an easy solution, then they kind of just stop, and then they dwell, mm-hmm. and they just let themselves become overwhelmed by that. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to myself too. Like I can very much get there too. So I think the thing you have to do is like make it your job, make mm-hmm. it your sport, like make it your everything to dedicate time to like, okay, that's not working. So mm-hmm. what's plan B? What's plan C? Like you got you got all the plans you need to like yeah. go through to find something that helps. And the discipline you're going to form, the mental like stability you're going to form, the independence you're going to form during this time is going to be so beneficial to who you are in life mm-hmm. um, that you're going to look back at that time and be like, I can literally do anything. Yeah. Like I've never been more like proud and obsessed with myself <laughs> in the most humble way. Tara, um, this isn't about you. Shush. Um, then, then looking back at what I went through and like how hard that was yeah. and knowing that like I, I didn't let it get to me. Like, even though everything felt like it was collapsing around me, like, I still tried therapy. I tried doing everything I could. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that I had that time where I didn't know what was wrong because I fought so hard. And then, obviously, like, once I found out what it was, it, like, snowballs, right? Yeah. But, like, when you have to go through a period of time where you are in survival mode and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. Mm-hmm. And you freaking put your boots to the ground and you just go. Yeah. The the way you fall in love with who you are as a person and what you can handle yeah. is remarkable. Yeah. And so I think you need to know this is going to be a hard season. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of shifting that needs to happen. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be something you don't want to do. But once you get through that, and and I don't even think you have to think like a whole year, like we're talking two months, like two months of shifting the way that you think, getting yourself on board with focusing and being disciplined in other areas. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to all flow. And the rest of the year is going to be you in this new era of life where you're just like working hard for who you are as a person. And then once the year ends, you're going to be like, oh, okay, cool. Like I can work out, but like I'm still 100%. doing my therapy. I'm still doing my meditations because percent. now it's who you are. Yeah. You know? Like it, whatever brings you the most joy. Obviously I know you can't do workouts, but like find something that's still very you and continue on with that yeah. while you're stuck seated. Like if I was stuck on the couch for a while, you best believe I'd be podcasting from there. Yep. It would it would give me life. It would yep. give me something to work towards, to work forward to. If my sister was stuck on the couch, she'd still do her makeup every goddamn day <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'd probably take it right back off. But it would give her something to look forward to and do and post. And so, like, you got to find that thing that's going to bring life to you while you're on the couch. Yeah. Agreed. And that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for you <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing I am very sorry about your injury that really is a tough one but you're gonna yeah you're gonna come out on the other end you're gonna do better you're gonna be better and I feel like I feel like the I feel like it's you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fine you got this you got this well thank you so much to everyone who wrote in and to everyone who is listening we love our little podcast fam we love you more guys. than you guys know it's true um also, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I swear, in the last two weeks, I got recognized like six times. Huh. I even had, I don't know if you're listening, my In-N-Out girlies. I drove through In-N-Out uh-huh. and the girl gave me two paper hats and asked for my autograph. Oh, fine. I literally was no like. No one asked for my autograph. I was like. Wait, what? I was like, are you serious? I'm never in my life. I literally, <laughs> it was like an out-of-body experience. But. I'm taking that to mean that our podcast fam is like grow rowing. Yeah. It sounds like everyone's it. like, I love the podcast. I oh, love amazing. the podcast. It's a yeah. movement. Yep. So uh, I just want to say we love you all more than you know. Um, make sure you do all the things. Subscribe to all our stuff. Check out our socials. And I'm going to end with a dad joke. Perfect. I actually really like this one. I'm excited about this one. Um <clears throat> My manager told me to have a good day, so I left work.
I love that. <laughs> Isn't that such a vibe? That's such a vibe. That's oh, a total vibe. Have a good day. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Guys, you already know if you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. Uh, we have a Supercast account. You should definitely subscribe to us there. If you have any stories that you want to share, then this is the time to write it in. Send it on send in. in. Send in funny ones. Send in serious ones. Always add a photo. And, you know, be sure to add your name, where you're from, how old you are, all the details so that we can properly help you out. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes. Love you. Bye. Bye.